Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your ROH post show. We're in the Eddie Kingston era as of September 20th is when it started, but today's September 21st. This rules. Eddie Kingston's your ROH champion, right. also your New Japan strong openweight champion, also the champion of my heart. Looking forward to see what is coming down the pike for that. But we've got a lot of this episode of Ring of Honor to talk about, guys. Get in your super chats and your humper chats if you would be so kind. Uh, feel free to chime in with anything that you want to talk about on today's show. We'll also ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video to help our little ROH show that could, our little impact review that could. <laughs> yeah, noticing the algorithms a little bit more. I think we're the only one out there for um, kind of like major outlets, not not to big time ourselves. Mm. Us. Uh, we're the only one that's kind of like a, a stronghold doing an ROH and impact post show. So the more love that we can get from you guys, the better to keep this little engine going. So we appreciate it. Thumbs up helps people find us. We'll remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select. There is a lot more in the wrestling scene, unfortunately, today that was going on than ROH. Um, so a lot of releases coming out of WWE. A lot of regular contract news that's also coming up. There's just like a, a contract ending cycle that'll be making 24, 24 kind of interesting. So I'm looking forward to... Uh, to seeing just the regular old contract news where more wrestlers are going to get paid. Uh, the actual names of releases and stuff like that are never paywalled. I want to be extremely clear about that. But Sean also adds some more color behind the paywall and does um, some Fightful Select streams if you kind of want to hear more details about what he's heard or whatever. But we never, we try not to make it icky with like injury news or release news. We try not to do that. But let's get into it. Wrestling is for everyone. Fightful is for everyone. We've got Reg here. Reg, how we doing? How you feeling, buddy? I am doing well. I am also here. Uh, excited about Ring of Honor and the future of Ring of Honor. I think there were some steps made today in this episode to go towards that. So uh, I'm excited about the future. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. Saw you had a great time last night out at Grand Slam. Got to see a pretty amazing show. Love that main event. Tell us a little bit about your time before we get into this Ring of Honor card. Oh. Because you were out of a pay-per-view quality events last night kate i was first of all it was, it was just so much fun um the the vibe at arthur ash is incredible and it was just perfect weather like it is that on the cusp right. of autumn weather and i took a yes. half day at my my day job job and uh i got to tailgate with some friends and stuff and mm -hmm. got to just meet up with some friends who i don't see some friends who i've never met in person i've never met andrew zarian in person i don't think before yesterday so mm -hmm. I got to see them. I got to see Cass. I got to see SB3. I got to see a whole bunch of people that um, I know and love in wrestling media and some others that are just friends of mine. Uh, my co-host from the Mark Order on Wednesday was there. Um, the guy who got me into all this podcasting mess, Matt from the Shining Wizards was there. Ah. And I got to see, um, oh my gosh, Caden. And I got to see Will for a minute. He was mm -hmm. uh, a busy guy, but he snuck up to say hello for a minute, which is always good to see him crazy crazy stuff going on he was hanging out with the wrestling club yesterday mm -hmm. working hard but really really fun stuff and the show itself was great other than um you know the moxley match was obviously tough you could tell it was something early on that had affected him the rest of the match because mm -hmm. you know what mox is capable of you know what ray fanix is capable of and it was just not fully there but other than that um you know i, I cried at the beginning of the show because we started yeah. with that in kingston i was tearing up a little bit had the tears going place was unglued live for for eddie winning it was so special to see 
Uh, and that main event was just incredible. My God, like what Max was able to do and what Samoa Joe was able to do. Like, he's just one of the coolest big men in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he's just so damn cool. man. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was an incredible vibe. I will say two hour rampage is pretty long. Uh, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, um, you know, the first year it was so special. Cause like the, it was starting with, with Kenny and, Danielson like the first ever Grand Slam had the dream match to start off that show so you didn't like there was no slowing you down right like you could Mm -hmm. do a seven hour rampage on the end of that and then last year it was like okay cool Muda came out and we got we got Ricky and and Hobbs too that was cool and this year was like all right I think maybe next year we could go to one hour rampage (laughs) if we had to yeah like a two hour rampage is long for a taping if you didn't build a two hour rampage it kind of felt just like two hour rampage for the heck of it but just like um, they're having the space. They're like, we're here. There's a, there's a lot of people here. Let's here. do it. If we get up by midnight, we're not getting fined. So we're using mm-hmm. this place for all it's worth. But right. um, if that's my complaint is that I'm getting so much great wrestling, like what a what a blessed problem for me to have. But incredible vibe in there. Every time I've been, I've gotten to go to all three and it's just a, a fantastic experience. So, Sweet. and I'll be, I'll be in Seattle in a couple of weeks. So I'm wow. very excited. Are you going to Seattle? No, I'm not going to Seattle. You're like next to Seattle. Yeah, I know, I know. But, you know, you know how these things work. I have been blessed with some AEW events. They just announced today that they will be in Oakland on November 10th. I'm very excited about that. And then full gear. So I I, I got my stuff. I don't need to get up. Oh, if it was a Lucha pay-per-view, you'd be all about it. But because Ah, it's my tecker side of things, you don't even care, do you? This holds and stuff and headlocks. All right, leave me out of it. I, I will say there was a part of me that was like, Technical matches, I feel like, are usually better on TV than they are live. Yes. Or, like, a lot of times because they're so nuanced. But when I saw, like, ticket-wise what we were looking at and stuff, I was like, I, I got to be in the building for that. That's just, like, my, my dream and Zach Sabre Jr. Come on. Like, come on. And, yeah. like, Aussie opened an FTR. and mm-hmm. Swerve um, and Hangman. Swerve mm. and Hangman's going to be incredible. Mm. Well, Osprey was hinting at Akiyama and Eddie versus him and Mara Fuji. I was like, I got to get there. I got to get to Seattle. Yeah. We got so much to talk about for tonight. It does feel like things are heading in the right direction from we got a big title change last night. I It feels like maybe Eddie Kingston will be a more present champion because storyline-wise, I think it's just a little bit more open for that. So fingers yeah. crossed. We're seeing important names like Ethan Page pop up. Mm-hmm. I won't tell you any Rampage spoilers, but some things happened there that are indicative in the six-man picture. So watch Rampage or check out those spoilers if you have an interest in that with those ROH six-man belts. But um let's dig into it we do start with an eddie kingston pot a promo which i loved um him mentioning xavier i thought was a really really mm-hmm. nice touch who uh unfortunately passed away young um but was the second longest ROH champion i think he had said in that promo but just a great eddie promo just mm-hmm. um I kind of was like, I didn't want him to shake Claudio's hand at the end of that match, but he addressed it immediately, yeah. right? I can't argue with that. And he said, mm-hmm. Claudio's a great wrestler and champion. I just don't like that guy. And I just, right. he's just the best at this, man. I love mm-hmm. him so much. Uh, what do you think of our promo? And what did you think of the Eddie Kingston win coming out of yesterday? Uh, I thought it was uh, thinking back to Supercard of Honor and how we in the crowd were so disappointed. I'm like, I'm glad we were disappointed because we got to this moment, Arthur Ashe Stadium, a great match with Claudio. Just uh, the match you know that Eddie Kingston wanted to work and and 
how he wanted to to finish this thing with Claudio and then him to win the Ring of Honor championship. You guys going absolutely banana out there. It was perfect. It was great. Everything you would want out of that moment. And then he comes out. Yeah. Every every near fall, this was me. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then to end it with people the I was sitting with, I was like, to end it with the Kawada power bomb. It was just like, man, come on, dude. This is perfect. And then yeah, for him to have that promo bigging up Xavier and kind of telling us what his reign will be like as Ring of Honor champion. I'm excited. It's great. Perfect. As am I, as am I, Claudio with the green tights too, I thought was a really nice touch. Like if you're mm-hmm. coming out in your Akiyama gear, I'm going to come out like this. Yep. Um, and I do think not only is that like a very happy and healthy change, but let's not forget, like we might have gotten that moment, but Eddie Kingston had a hernia he had to address and then he worked yeah. with G1. So yeah. um, to, to get to do this in New York is very special. I normally would have the complaint of, do it on a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Like we're doing mm-hmm. so much of the stuff on AEW, but that moment in that stadium is a really, really special thing. So very, very excited. Um, Lord Kev said that <laughs> I'm very surprised Kate even has a shred of a voice after Eddie won the ROH title yesterday. Seriously. I had a rough work day in the meetings sect. I'll put it that mm-hmm. way. I sound much better now than I did yesterday, mm-hmm. even just from an alive environment like that, when you're yelling to be heard, just trying to talk to your friends and stuff. Right. And yeah, Eddie won at the beginning of the show. I was, I needed a cigarette by the second match, man. You Straight know up. I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. We got some love coming in from you guys via Super Chat and Humper Chat. Thank you so much. JW Pringle saying, showing love to my real life sister and the righteous one. Happy Thursday and best of luck to those wrestlers that were released today. Thank you for your mm-hmm. kindness with that. Appreciate SGS that. and Fightful for life. Well, thank you. And yeah, there's a lot of people being real weird online as is per usual, but um, a lot of people lost their jobs today and that sucks. You know, it, it sucks when it happens on the corporate side, like it did in a merger. It sucks when it's on screen talent. Um, the only time it doesn't suck is when people requested it, right? Like I think Mustafa mm-hmm. Ali's been trying to get out of there for a little bit. Um, but there are more details. Uh, Sean is always very mindful and respectful in his coverage. So you're not going to run into any, anything that's not completely confirmed and you're not going to run into any editorializing on any kind of crap. Um, so there you go. And I think he said he's going to try and do like a video stream about it again later tonight. There was one wave this morning. There was an NXT wave that came at about five o'clock today. I think they're done with them for the day. God willing. So um, thank you for, for being empathetic and just reminder to be kind online, I guess. I don't mean to sound like anyone's mom, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Salar299 saying, Fightful Select needs to get the scoop and make it breaking on how to join minion training, please, and thank you. Is it Wrestle Dream yet? High five for Kate. Well, high five to you, partner. I can't wait to come out to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are at a blessed wrestling timeline, man, outside of Things like happened earlier. There's just so much great wrestling happening. We're going to talk about minion training because I was in stitches at that, but we'll we'll get oh, yeah. there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Matthew Hook saying, better episode. We need less matches and longer matches. We'll talk about that too because this did have a runtime of 145 tonight, which is good and bad, but we do get a little squash heavy. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about our opener finally. This ROH Pure Championship with Shibata and Nick Wayne. Someone said it online, and I've noticed this a lot too. When Shibata's in these matches, especially with younger talent, he's just like so disappointed in you. And it's yeah. so funny. Like this dad thing. He was doing it with Garcia, did it with Wheeler a little bit. 
Um, I love that of just like, I'm so disappointed you're not putting up the fight of your life against mm -hmm. me or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I taught you better than that. We got, we got that with the dojo story, right? That came in earlier. Right. But this was a whole bunch of fun. We get Shibata sitting Wayne down and hitting the PK for the win and the title retention. <sighs> but I just love how um, it's like he found weed in your room or something when you were yeah. too young for it. Like, just, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought I taught you better. He's mm -hmm. like, I learned it watching you, Dad. Like the yeah. old commercial. <laughs> totally. What do you think of our opener, Reg? Uh, I loved it. Uh, great to see Nick Wayne here in Ring of Honor. But yeah, exactly like you said. Just sad, upset, disappointed. Shibata being like, "Hit me harder. This is a real fight. I'm gonna kill you in here if you don't fight back." And Nick Wayne trying his hardest to fight back, and Shibata being like, "No." I need you to go harder. I need you to go harder. I'm going to kick you in the mouth if you don't go harder. And then kicking him in the mouth and ending the match. The the awe that the crowd made at the PLK was just great. Great way to uh, show that Shibata's still that guy. He's still just as dangerous as he was back in the day. He's still very upset if you put someone who you, he thinks doesn't deserve to be in the ring with him if they're not going to fight back as hard as they can. And he still will destroy you. This was... Uh, this was a really fun match. I hope to see more of Nick Wayne here in Ring of Honor. And I'm interested to see what Shibata does at Wrestle Dream. As am I. As am I. Uh, I'm intrigued to see what the rest of that Wrestle Dream card looks like. Because you know ZSJ and Danielson. I'm like, I'm in. I'm the, I'm the highest extent of the law. But then you're throwing like Aussie Open and FTR in and... There's like some fun crossover, but it's definitely an AEW pay-per-view and not an AEW yeah. New Japan one, but it's Ford Oki. So it doesn't feel like a mini forbidden door, which I like about it. Like, mm -hmm. I, th I think it's important that those have distinct voices, but it does seem like we're getting some really great matches leading into it. So where Shibata falls into that picture, it's going to be an interesting one. Yep. But we got Lars <laughs> saying, high five for you also, Reg. I ran out of text. <laughs> you have been well. Hope to catch you at a show soon. Well, he's not going to wrestle dreams. So. No, come on. Catch him in Oakland if you can. Yes, November 10th. We outside. Yeah, no, that's gonna be awesome for real. I'm I'm excited because first of all, like I mean, now Will gets to go to everything, but like Phil gets to go to everything because just everything's in Chicago. Chicago. Every single time they announce something, they say Chicago. I'm like, you guys. They're like, it's not in Chicago this time, but it is at Hoffman Estates. We're like, that's basically still Chicago. Come on, mm -hmm. man. But at this point, on. I'm going to have to stop complaining because I think I've been to like five shows in California this year that are AEW. And there's like wow. three or four more to go. So, I mean, at this point, I'm going to have to just start not saying anything and sl slithering away into my corner to watch my <laughs> wrestling in California. Because this is how it's always should have been, Kate. Everybody knows all Elite Wrestling is a California promotion. You can try to sell it on Chicago, try to sell it on here or there, but the show was founded right here where the palm trees and the good weed and the beautiful women are. California. So you're calling me ugly. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Right, <laughs> how can you do that? I'm from Jersey, and I'm seeing New York, and you got me ugly. Oh, my God. Shout out um, to the Jersey and New York State <laughs> girls. You're like, but they're cute, too. They're um, no, what's funny, though, is... This is on the nets. <laughs> you know. I can't disagree with that, actually. Um, but 
I'll say it, it is funny being in Jersey because I feel like I had the same thing where it was like all of a sudden we got like five shows in a row or something. There were like two in Newark and I went to Long Island and they announced right. the Atlantic City show and um, Arthur Ashe, right? So it is kind of like you get this embarrassment of riches in these clusters kind of all mm -hmm. at once. So I'm sincerely very excited that- Because uh, there's some people that get zero. So, you know, we're getting our shit off, Kate, and somebody's like, I haven't seen one show this year. So, um, well, you know. They're coming. They're going to make it. They're going to make it. They made it to... That was the other reason for Seattle. I was like, I got to see this with Danielson in his hometown. Yeah. Like, right, we got to get there. And Swerve, like, mm -hmm. it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Meet Norma saying, some partners. Kate, glad you didn't combust after Uncle Eddie won. I might have, and then just somehow re-got... I'm like a phoenix. I rose up from the True. ash, but I did mm -hmm. combust. Reg, my dancing is better than TK's. It was rough out there. Yeah. Uh, WWE is gross, but think of all the Ali matches. I will say, like, I try not to go down the fantasy booking route on the day people are released, but knowing that Ali had asked for his release and knowing what wasn't happening in NXT, I felt like a little more comfortable putting out there that, like, Mustafa Ali and Will Ospreay is magic waiting to happen in the ether. I saw some people say it's super juniors. There's obviously a million things you could do in AEW, but Matthews is right there if you want to reignite stuff, but a whole slate of other competitors. Um, I think he's probably the biggest name that got released from a, a value standpoint of like in the prime of his career can do yeah. a whole heck of a lot and a slept on star. Reg, he has a, a, 205 live match with 6 million views on it and another mm. 205 live match with 5 million views on it i nobody cared about 205 live except mm -hmm. for like me and like eight other people and those people mm -hmm. probably also watch roh so yep. they might be like the demographic that we're here for but mm -hmm. this guy's a star and um you know i think there's a ton Dolph Ziggler could do, right? Shelton Benjamin is ridiculous. Um there's a lot of promising talent from those NXT cuts as well. It's not to take away from anyone, but when I think of like someone in the prime of their career that could walk in and make a difference tomorrow, that is in that underutilized feel of the way Claudio was or the way Dean Ambrose was. Um, I, I feel like he's he's the biggest free agent to come out of that, right? Do you have any thoughts on on that specific release? Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think like if we're talking about the future and like I can use this person for the next five, six, seven, eight years, like Ali is the one you go with. We've seen with the promos we've seen with, I was talking with Phil earlier. Remember all these videos he's been putting out Kate of him training uh, these crazy Lucha styles or all this stuff in Chicago that, you know, he can't do in WWE that you like know he has in his arsenal that we're going to be able to see now. I think we've only seen, probably like 60% of what he really has to present. So moving forward, I think he's definitely the one, but like you said, Dolph Ziggler, they can, I've been waiting for Dolph Ziggler to get out of this damn WWE contract for a long time, because I think if he just goes and has fun somewhere else, put Dolph Ziggler in Japan and just let him cook. I think it'd be really dope. And Sheldon Benjamin, I think has a bunch more years to go in. If he can get locked into a role where he's playing he's in japan doing his thing like i feel like he wants to but he's also just like on the indies running around being a vet kind of like how two cold scorpio did money we're making big money we're on our way shelton benjamin because i started watching in 09 i remember sean put out a tweet that was 
he asked like what is the first thing you remember seeing in a wrestling ring that was like i didn't know that was humanly possible like an insane ladder spot or whatever mm -hmm. and i was like i can't think of a, a moment but i just remember shelton benjamin was yeah. the thing like the way he moved in a match i was like that's what i didn't know was humanly possible to have like that stature and move like that was just insane to me i'm sure that's how a lot of people felt about brock lesnar when he came on the scene but yep. i didn't have that i was late so for me that was shelton benjamin uh, but i also just want to say like I'll, I'll, it's true about a lot of these guys but with mustafa ali i just feel like it it an exclamation point on the way that he handled everything he has to yeah. be released like two and a half years ago at this point or something and they denied his release and it was reported that he was like upset about some things behind the scene we never found out what they are that guy never went to the ring with it like he never there was never a time that that guy was on my screen and looked checked out ever mm -hmm. there was never a time that that guy was giving less than 100 percent, no matter what was going on everything he's done on twitter has either been hilarious and in character or full of grace or adding positivity into the world so I just, I hope the best for that guy for so, so many reasons, but he just really reads like a, a very much a class act. So right. I just love that dude. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to see what, what is ahead of him. Cause I think it's all good stuff, but let's get back into ROH world over here. Mm -hmm. Getting your super chats and your humper chats. If you, we can talk about the releases a little bit, but we're here to talk ROH mostly. Obviously big news of the day though. We're not going to ignore it if you guys have thoughts or feelings that you wanted to share but uh we get diamante and katie bright and what do you have against kate's roh because this was quick this was diamante <laughs> winning with the rolling the dice here which i like as a finish um and i i really like diamante i'm a little confused because she's been kind of ping-ponging back and forth between brands a little bit it felt like they had a story for her in AEW, and then maybe they left it we don't know where we're going, but I'm just glad she's getting reps because Reg, for a long time, she was just like on Dark and then not doing anything when Dark went away. So a mm. quick win here, but more more credibility for Diamante. I'm going to have to be honest with you, Kate. Uh, when Diamante's music hit, I was making a pizza. I went to go get the pizza out of the oven, and then I came back and the match was out. Like, if they were moved on to the next match, and I was like... <laughs> What the hell happened? I was gone for legit like 30 seconds and it was over. And I was like, what happened? So I honestly don't even know what happened here. I would like you to give us 10 minutes of analysis Yeah. on this man. Well, first of all, <laughs> Diamante comes out, song. Yeah, no, I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know how it happened so quickly. Why did they do this? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this was a quick squash. I'm, I'm guessing it was just to get her back out there. Which is good. Like, I, I think it's good to have, we talked about this a little bit before, but with such a dominant champion, you do want to kind of have people winning. So it's not like that's the next contender because she's kicking everybody's mm. ass, right? So right. continuing to build a lot of contenders, I think is good. But yeah, this was this was a blink and you miss it or a take pizza out of the oven and you miss it. Um, since we don't have a lot to talk about with this match, what kind of pizza did you have and was it good? <laughs> the pizza was... No, it was it was okay. It's a frozen pizza. You can't really people be trying to get this frozen pizza if it's this certain one. It's good. It's all trash. It's never works out. I don't care how much you try to sell me on it. If I'm like in the if it's like, damn, dude, I don't want to get a real pizza. I want to cook this frozen shit. But don't try to sell me on DiGiorno's better than delivery. Those are the worst cap filled commercials I've ever had. Worst marketing strategy in the world. 
because no one believes that shit. No, it's true. It's true. Was it just like a a plain pizza? Did you? Was it? Did, it was supreme. You, it was supreme. Okay, mm-hmm. but it was not supreme. But it wasn't supreme though. Yeah, it was not. It yeah. was not. So supreme it was like meat supreme, but like mediocre. I get you. Exactly. It's kind of exactly. one of those things where it's like you can't have bad pizza, really. But there's a really yes. big difference between medium pizza and great pizza. Like we Correct. know. I'm like, it's like I had pizza in Brooklyn. And they were like, this is old pizza. And it's like, it was really good. But it's like, it's pizza. Like, it's it's hard to really screw this up. Like, yeah. when people really screw this up, you're like, damn, this is god awful. Like, it's never usually that. But, I mean, oh, I've had some vegan pizza where I'm like, this is a yeah. disgrace to human history. Throw this in the trash. The, disband this company. Don't ever try to sell me this bullshit cheese. Here's the thing about going plant-based is if mm-hmm. they just called it something else and stopped dangling it in yes. front of you, yes. like it's a substitute for it, it mm-hmm. would hurt my heart a lot less, but yeah, it is so much harder to give up cheese than meat. Oh my God. <laughs> so Way harder. harder. Not even a, it's not even a competition. Even like close. cheese destroyed. Like it's so hard to like, cause honestly, like some of the vegan meat, I'm like, all right, this worked. But like the vegan cheese is never like, oh yeah, this is the same. No, it's never the same. <laughs> it's never the same. It's never the same. Ah, well, I'll tell you what's never the same is Lee Moriarty because he shows up different on every one of these episodes. But if this is the track that we're on with him after Big Bill has broken away and all of that alliteration, I'm loving the idea of him and Shane Taylor. This is going in a really cool direction. We get um, Lexi Nair backstage with Lee Johnson, who's interrupted by Lee and Shane. Uh, Moriarty is mockingly offering this handshake before Taylor gets involved and there's kind of a pull apart brawl. And then we have a really, really solid match here. Lee Johnson looking very good these past couple of episodes. Nice to see him getting some reps in there, but we get Moriarty dropping Lee Johnson on the ropes at neck first before hitting that leg lariat. That was a nice way to win. I, I love his submission wins too, but like this was a really creative and, and refreshing change. And in Shane Taylor promotions, the idea of him doing something like a little bit more violent. I, I kind of dig mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on the the segment we got here where we're going with Shane Taylor promotions and the match that we got? I thought this is all really strong stuff. Exactly like you said, Lee Johnson has been rejuvenated here in Ring of Honor. Like, I didn't know he was hiding back there. They had him in the Light Skin Coalition for a little bit, and they were like, <laughs> let's try him out as a single star. Maybe that'll work. And it's been working. He's been feeling confident in ring that promo he had with Lee Moriarty. He felt confident. And I think he's been having a very strong showing on the other end. Lee Moriarty has been being great too. He's having a little bit of identity crisis. I get it. He's trying to figure <laughs> out where his place is here in the world of ring of honor. But I think with Shane Taylor's promotions, we're uh, on the right track. The way that Lee has gotten Moriarty, cause there's two Lee's here. The way yes. that we are, <laughs> Lee Moriarty has gotten comfortable since being with Big Bill, I thought that his tag team with Big Bill was great. I don't even know why they broke them up. I thought we could have stretched that out a little bit more. But the confidence that he's had since being with Bill has been being great. So what he's had on display here in the promo and how he worked the match, really excited about the future of him and Shane Taylor promotions. And, yeah, just like you said, him ending the match a little different way. Show that I can. And it's so funny. The funniest thing about last week – um on collision shane taylor was like let me introduce you guys to lee moriarty the i think he said the best technical wrestler 
in the country or the world or something. And Lee Moriarty hates being called a technical wrestler. So I laughed out loud when he said it. And everybody keeps being like, this technical, technical, technical. And he hates it so much. So when they keep saying it, it just makes my heart just <laughs> flutter, flutter, flutter. They're getting him. They're getting him. He hates it. But, you know, he can do more than that is what he tries to show you. And so for him to do more than that here is really dope. Yeah, it's he obviously has a, a very strong technical base, but I never thought of him as like a technical wrestler, like a super right. technical guy, because his he to me reads is very dynamic. Yeah. Uh, but if people want to troll him by calling him one, I can't argue with that. That's a great That's time. Great. It's amazing. <laughs> Keep doing it, please. It's awesome. It's awesome. We got some more super chats and humper chats that have been rolling in. Thank you so much. Shane Monster saying, number one, where's Stokely? I don't know. Two. Hope ROH tag champ Cole, Adam Cole is okay. Yeah, that was a rough one to see live yesterday too. Yeah. But they are undisputedly funny hospital skit with Roddy Cole and KOR sitting right there. <laughs> right side, right side. Mm -hmm. It's so true. It's so true. The uh, pre-tape with Roddy yesterday mm. where Cole was like dramatically walking away and he adjusted his bed. <laughs> <laughs> In stitches, in stitches, and what did Roddy said? Where are Cole? Where are you? Cole said, "I'm right here." Roddy said, "Where's here? Yeah. <laughs> Where's here? I'm right here, Roddy. Open your eyes, Roderick Strong. I don't know what. Like, speaking of, it's Holy crazy because today is release day, but like, um, when Roderick Strong came into AEW. I kind of expected him kind of just to get back to his roots was just like backbreakers and Messiah, the kicks and all this stuff. But he just developed into whatever this character is, whatever this next strong thing is. And I think it's going to take him way farther than if he just had came in badass Roderick Strong. It's crazy. I find it so funny that like I keep comparing it to when Malachi Black came in, he kept like the the black eye. Mm -hmm. carried that over from AEW. Roderick Strong carried his neck injury from NXT over yeah. to AEW. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. wearing the brace on the plane. And I was That's like, great. Malachi Black feels like such like a distinct like character, creative love letter choice. And Roderick Strong feels like I've got the silliest idea. A bit. <laughs> it's a bit. I love it so much. Committing to the bit. How could you not enjoy someone who's committing to the bit? exactly exactly and that's that's pro wrestling you get your incredibly like spooky house of horror stuff with like a um a mist that you don't really know what it does but he has mm -hmm. his black and die and then you get roddy whose neck is just never really fully never adam mm -hmm. ah just the best give him a slammy the AEW needs awards because roderick strong deserves one he does he does him and tony storm they should host oh yeah they're, you only need two awards. Just give it to them, too, and then the rest doesn't matter. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> we are going to talk about minion training closer to the match, but we're going to talk about this. Mercedes Martinez with Diamante defeating Trisadora yes. match. Um, good and bad here. <laughs> Trisadora, I'm like, do they not realize what they have with her? Or is this just like booking stuff because it feels like ever she went to the it felt like she was booked very strong and then she went to the new japan dojo and they just haven't really done anything with her when she got back but mm. it also feels like she should be a priority with the infantry their gear looked awesome tonight that like yellow yes. gear was so cool correct um 
But we got Martinez winning and hitting this really nice uh, half-hatch suplex and then into a running forearm with Martinez hitting a rabbit forearm before locking in that Brass City sleeper, which always looks so vicious. And, like, Trisha Dora looks great, but I don't know how many times I can say, like, Trisha Dora has an amazing bridging suplex (laughs) from her knees tonight before I'm like, let's get this girl some W's. I think I'm also just personally very high on Trisha Dora, so I have a little less patience than maybe, like, they're probably building something for her, but she hasn't really been in a story all that much. Like, I'm I'm so in love with her as a wrestler that, like, I just want to see her like be planted down somewhere and kicking ass and taking names. So it's probably a little biased on my end, but I can't argue with the match. The match was really, really strong here, Reg. Yeah, I understand. Cause when they announced the match, I'm like, uh, that doesn't look good for Trish. She's in there with Mercedes and Mercedes hasn't been messing around very recently. Mm-hmm. And Mercedes wasn't messing around very recently. I would like them to, uh, someone said they should have longer matches. I would have liked for this match to be a little bit longer. I think Agreed. they could let these ladies, stretch out and cook a little bit more to get into it but i think strong showing from both of them i don't understand what they're doing with trisha dora felt like there was a week after they said that she was at the new japan dojo where they were like we're in she's great and then i was like man we're on our way she might beat athena and then like after that they were like psych just kidding that was a joke all that stuff we're talking about not real we're moving on but she when might they just first, lose to Lady Frost. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but then it also, at the same time, the way that they present her and the way that they have her with the infantry, it's like they care and we can see it and hear it, but it doesn't show us. Sure. So I'm just waiting for them to show us it. But then on the opposite end of that, it's great to see Mercedes cooking yes. because she's a very talented wrestler and, like I said, always a contender out there waiting. And she was, you know, 100% herself tonight. Yeah, she's she's looked great. Um, she's always just been so vicious and, and violent, which is always fun to see in women's wrestling. Like, I, yeah. I like that when there's a woman who's just going to come out there and kick your ass. And she's not like, she's not like a super tiny gal, but she's also not like the biggest gal, but she she wrestles like one man. She's going to kick your ass. So mm-hmm. here for that. And I agree with you on Trisha Dora. Not everyone can be hot all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll try to have some patience, but yes. not that much. She's here. And you better know what you got in her, because she's the best. Mm-hmm. We got some more love, Phil R asking, uh, would it be embarrassing if I screamed your name like Roddy in Seattle trying to find you outside the arena? Kate, <laughs> where are you? I can't see you. You can do that? You have to have a neck brace on is the rule. Yes. And, and probably tiny square glasses. Mm-hmm. Neck You're brace. You're going to need those little, like, that Roddy has, too um but uh blast let's talk about minion trading reg <laughs> ridiculous uh, my god this was so much fun we get a pre-tape also refreshing to see a change in format it's not yeah. like backstage match 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 backstage match mm-hmm. backstage match match um we get this pre-tape with athena who's holding minion training with billy starks and lexi nair billy just she has this underlying smirk on her face the whole time. And it's the Mm -hmm. same underlying smirk that I had watching 90% of this. Yeah. I loved it. Lexi and has got her hair and pigtails. I love that. She just got pulled into this, whether she Mm -hmm. wanted to or not. Um, And they have to go through like these tasks and these exercises (laughs) with kind of this boot camp drill, Sergeant Athena. Uh, 
they had to go through some exercises. They had to go through booing Willow. It was, no, you boo Willow. You boo Willow. Uh, <laughs> trying to scare the Renegade twins. Uh, this was so much fun. And then at the conclusion, we find out that Lexi passed her minion training, but Billy Starks did not. Mm-hmm. This was extremely silly. It's so much fun to see the side of Athena because um, it's comedic to us, but it's very serious to her still. Yeah. So it doesn't break her character, but it's just turned on its head and that it's very, very funny. And she's been so dominant for so long. And we've seen what she can do as the ass kicking side. And she's been silly along the way, right? Calling people porcelain hussies and minions is is genuinely funny. I also realized today, I was like, oh, minions is like a Greek term, like from Greek history. And I was like, Athena, the fallen god. I was like starting to put things together. Uh, Oh, I didn't even even think about that. Because when I think think about the little yellow thing, I think about the little yellow Mm -hmm. guys. Yeah, but I I didn't connect that till today. I was like, no, you're Greek history, Kate. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's very fun to see. Athena, who's been the MVP this whole time, been so dominant, still be the MVP, but also just have this very, very silly thing with this mm-hmm. minions training stuff in the storyline with Billy. Did, did you like this pre-tape as much as I did? Yeah, totally. My favorite part was definitely the Willow part, because like if you've ever interacted with Willow, that was so genuine. It's like, I don't know if they like told her they were going to do that before, because that reaction is so like Willow of her being like, <laughs> oh, hey, and then being like, what? why are you guys booing me? What do you mean? I thought we were friends. Is like so Willow, and it was just just the perfect little addition to this. Billy Starks is great. That little smirk the whole time of her being like, <laughs> this is ridiculous, but also like I'm having fun because like, what is this? What am I doing here? Lexi somehow being roped into it, even though she's just the interviewer. How did she get here? But still being like, if I don't do this, she's going to beat me up. So I'm going to do this. And then Athena just being the straight laced boot camp uh, person of uh, saying that these are the things that you need to do in order to succeed. It's just great. And I think with everything we've seen of, of Athena, because a lot of her WWE run was just serious. She was, you know, trying to become the best wrestler in the world. And then beginning here in AEW and ROH, it was kind of the same thing. And to see like a different side of her, I think it's perfect for her character and just her her legacy as a wrestler. Agreed. Agreed. It's it's very cool to see. And it does feel like she'll probably be moving up to the main roster sooner than later. Just just from so. a gut instinct. That's not anything reported or anything. But right. like that she gets to cap off this historic title raid. This was her 15th defense tonight. Like... This is awesome stuff, man. Yeah. Um, that she gets to show this side of her too. I, th- I just think it's fun because I don't mm-hmm. think anybody knew it was there. We got some chats coming in because Athena always brings them in for us. Lexi Nair, number She's one minion training draft pick. Amazing. I love that Lexi, Lexi's gotten pulled into this. It, it cracks me up because she was just an interviewer backstage and then she's gradually mm-hmm. been pulled into her as her best friend we got green apple skittles or whatever going on like no what she did we're gonna talk about the ethan page uh promo later but what she did at the end of the ethan page promo did you get your groove back and she like legit popped ethan page i loved it it was great i'm like lexi is really good at this she's really really um grown in this regard i'm gonna read this chat and then i i've commented on it last week but bears repeating here lexi has improved a lot renee i bet helped i don't know if if Renee has a a role in helping 
the interview talent grow. I think she has multiple contracts, so I wouldn't be surprised. She mm. also just seems cool, so she, maybe yeah. she's just a helpful person. Totally. Um, but Lexi has grown tremendously, and it, it's kind of cool to see that in um, wrestler-adjacent roles. I've seen that in NXT, too. There's been some backstage talent that you're like, you're finding how to be an authentic person in this. An interviewer at a backstage wrestling show is yeah. a very odd role to be in realistically, right? Like you're mm-hmm. you're either interviewing people after they just fought someone or you're interviewing people right before they're about to go fight someone. That's a weird time to categorically talk to someone. Super weird. But she's really had her personality blossoming in these these past few episodes. It's been really, really cool to see. Yeah, she's great. I like her. I, I'd like she needs to move up there too. I mean, Renee's up there, so it's hard to compete with that. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Renee's getting shoes thrown at her. She's got Chris Statlander <laughs> squatting her. She could probably use some backup up there, man. I mean, uh, uh, match Renee, match Renee, match Renee. She could probably use a break too. She so she's like, <laughs> "Come on, Lexi, I need some help. They're burning me down over she's here. Like, My vocal cords are killing me. Okay, <laughs> my husband's getting skewers in his head every other week. I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't be it's doing crazy. all crazy." Billy trying not to break was gold and Lexi has been the unsung hero of this whole act with Athena I was dying the whole time yeah this this Billy Starks like it felt authentic and charactery which I loved about it of like she just looked like she was gonna crack up like she just the whole time Mm -hmm. and it was kind of this I know something you don't know thing but I think it was also very authentic of her like trying to she just seems like she has a, a a very happy disposition about her. Like it, right. it seems like her default state is just like smiling and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this was a whole bunch of fun. What a, what a blast this has been. Yeah. Um, but we've got some more love coming in from you guys. Thank you so much. Are we caught up on chance? We might be caught up. Like, this might be the most super chats we've ever gotten on this show. Jeez, I know <laughs> it makes me happy. Makes Shout me out to y'all. Happy. Y'all are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Athena, honestly, she really is a draw. Every time we talk about Athena, everybody's like, Athena's great. So uh, it's true. It's Tony true. And this is the Eddie her. Kingston era, man. We're we're yeah. pulling in. He wasn't on the show yet, but like there's there's good things on the horizon, I feel like. I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped. All right, saying sub platinas. Always great to see it. Reg and Kate reviewing ROH. Well, thank you. Thrilled to have Kingston win the title. Tell me about it. Athena is the ROH MVP. Here's to the future. Yeah, it does feel like there's there's plenty of reason to be optimistic with this episode and some of the recent momentum that they've created, some of the recent talent they've been featuring. We're going to talk about Ethan Page later. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get to, to our match. That was just the minions here. Yeah. But she's our minion overlord, so we got to acknowledge it. Uh, she defeats Angelina Love. Very nice seeing her come back. I think she was Ooh. also on tonight's episode of Impact. Yep, she did the Rick um, Rude. Yeah, she did pull a Rick Rude, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I thought this was a really nice call to pull in somebody that has some nostalgic attachment. Yep. Beautiful people were not like always my favorite thing, but I do get it and appreciate it. And I feel like Angelina Love is was kind of the strongest wrestler kind of in, in that mix. Mm-hmm. Um, so nice to see her in this. And I also love things like uh, one of her moves being called the Botox injection. That's just <laughs> funny, which we have love ducking in the corner before hitting the Botox injection for a near fall. Athena coming back with the double knees and face buster to win and retain. She looked really good tonight. I hope she looked yeah. good on impact as well, but this mm-hmm. was refreshing to see. And also nice when, 
they pull people with a little bit of ROH history into the picture. Yes, and Angelina Love, just to, you know, women's wrestling and the things that she did in Impact Wrestling, I think, is just a cool opponent to kind of have on the show. Anytime they do, they bring in people like that, like they brought in Allison Kay, and they bring in some people that have, like, history, you know, to get a good match out of Athena, I think is great. And Athena, the contrast from seeing the great promo, the, the backstage skit, to actually, and still, she still will beat your ass. I think it's the best way to deal with this. So it's not just, we're not just seeing an episode of Athena being silly. We're also seeing what she can do in the ring. And that still destroy people at an alarming rate. So shout out to the uh, ROH MVP, Athena. And we got, I, I'm loving this. It's a great skit. But this is showing right here that she could be up there, doing it up there on a Dynamite or Rampage or Collision. Because with this skit and with the in-ring stuff, she has it all. I agree with you. I think um, it's tough with her because there's a part of me that says, "Don't bother until you want her to dethrone Chris Statlander." Like, yeah, that kind of that kind of feels like the move. And I think Chris still has a little bit of juice left in this run, but at the same time, I I don't feel fully comfortable saying this because I'm not saying play, replace one black woman with another, but I am saying replace one dominant. <laughs> champion with another dominant champion with jade's departure so it's happened to both they, yeah so i i, I don't want anyone to think <laughs> that i'm equivocating them for that reason but it is um you Jade had acting a, like bill watts out here we'll replace junkyard dog with another <laughs> black guy it'll all work out they're all the same <laughs> i'm not i'm not the one talking Jade's about the Lincoln coalition every week okay put that on me put that on me no but i i i think it's an important distinction because Truly, it was like you had a heel dominant badass champion in a completely different way than Athena is. Yeah. But you also have a heel dominant badass champion <laughs> sitting right there, ready made for you, Correct. that can fill the void that gets left by Jade's departure. So um, I, I think it would be a good call, but it is kind of like, I'll, I'll do it this way, Reg. If you were going to call Athena into the picture tomorrow in AEW, where, where would you put her, I guess? Have you guys seen Chuck Norris lately? He's still kicking butt, staying active well into his 80s. What's even more shocking is he looks more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age. And it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful today. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's tough. Where, yeah, probably more towards where you're going with stat, I think. Yeah. If I were, but yeah, I think she kind of needs more time to cook, so it's hard to... But then also, I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, it's, um, I mean, I complain about the women's screen time for a lot of reasons, right? But like that is part of it is when you don't really have any stories outside of world title Correct. um yeah. and mid-card title, there's not a ton of room there. So right. um I I would love for that to change. I'm not optimistic about it, but like I don't think Athena's defeating Soraya. I feel like Chris would be a really good call for a lot of reasons. One that match would just be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, I've really appreciated that Chris has been a workhorse champion with that because Soraya is not someone that's going to be defending a ton. Right. So um, Athena being another workhorse champion coming into Dethroner, I think would feel really cool. But there's also a really big part of my heart that just wants Ruby Soho to get a, get a moment, get a moment or Willow. One day. I feel like there's a, yeah. Got a line. It's kind of like the TNT title. My TBS title is turning into the same thing where I'm like, I have this line around the corner of people I want to win it. (laughs) But we move on to another women's match. We got four of them on the show tonight. We got three in a row. This, I think, was my favorite. This had no business being as much fun as it was. But Mm -hmm. boy, howdy was it. Kira Hogan, Sky Blue, and Willow Nightingale defeating Layla Hurst and the Renegade Sisters. Uh, Nightingale hitting the DVD on Charlotte before Blue comes in and wins with the code Blue. Uh, this was a blast to mm-hmm. watch considering how often I complain about not having stories and just like multi-woman matches or multi-man matches mm-hmm. being kind of thrown together. This one was a whole heck of a lot of fun. And there is a little bit of history, right? Like we we have the good girls and the bad gals on, on different sides here. We've had some of them face each other before. And what I love is Sky Blue feels important. Willow feels yep. important. Kira Hogan feels important. Layla yep. Hirsch feels important. And the mm-hmm. Renegade sisters, while they're there mostly to kind of serve a role, I guess, in a way, they're they're featured regularly enough that they feel integral to the program. So I Correct. appreciate that about it. Right. Uh, this was my favorite of the, the gals matches tonight. What did you think of this? Same, same, same. Six women matches. We don't see a lot of them in Ring of Honor, but this was a a welcome, refreshing change, I thought. All the women got their stuff off. Willow hit a pounce at one point. Layla Hirsch looked badass in there. Uh, Kier looks just, she's great. She's amazing. I thought that uh, putting together a match like this is super interesting because we just don't get these matches where women get to have spots like this and the my least favorite spot in the world was in this match, the waterfall spot. One person hits their move. <laughs> next person comes in and hits their move. And I know who did this. And I feel like this is personal. <laughs> I feel like this is personal. I feel like this is personal. But look, what I'm saying is really great match. I thought everybody was really fun in it. And seeing Willow back on ROH, she was talked about a lot on this episode. So I'm like, where are we going with this? Are we building to another Willow and Athena match? Which is like, yeah, but also 
Yeah. They've done that three times. You know, like, I don't know. I don't really know what's going well, on here. I'll throw this at you. Did you know that Willie Mack and Brian Cage have faced each other before? Mm, I'm pretty sure. I've probably seen them five times minimum watch uh, wrestle each other at PWG. So, yes, I believe it. <laughs> it's feeling a little bit like that. Of like, okay, there's other people there. That's it. I love Willow, but I don't know if, like, so we should go back to that. She's the best, but, like, let's get another contender. And also, like, she's been main roster, so what are we doing? This goes back to the lack of roster clarity complaint that we tend to have somewhat frequently. But I will say this episode felt much less like, hey, the best friends are back there. What about? Uh, This felt like it had some more clarity and organization. Yeah, so I I do appreciate that. Um, I really, really think it would be cool if we had ROH, because they, they have a lot of breathing room on this match for on the show for women's matches. Yes. Um, and I love that about it because it doesn't feel there's it doesn't feel like this. <laughs> it doesn't feel like, oh my god, look at the look at the women. Mm-hmm. Look at the women that we've put on television. It mm-hmm. feels like we've got all these badass women and they're gonna fight because they're awesome. We have all these badass men and they're gonna fight because they're awesome. Right. I think this is your opportunity to be the first American brand. Sans impact sometimes mm-hmm. to have women's tag belts that you have every other ROH belt floating anyway. Yep. <laughs> you don't have to have mm-hmm. a full blown division in AEW, but if you created just a, enough in ROH mm-hmm. and then you could have them go face Bunny and Penelope Ford or whatever, or Anna Jay and Tay, like where they've had these alliances, but they haven't been proper teams. It would give them a little bit more stakes and you could build programs outside of those existing title pictures without the pressure of, we have a women's tag division now, we have to put them on, we have eight minutes, and we whatever. Like, there's so much breathing room in ROH for women's wrestling, and I love mm-hmm. that. And there's so many badass women. So I, I think that it's a real opportunity to do something that makes it feel like there's any priority to women's wrestling under the yeah. AEW ROH umbrella. Please, 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 please. But. Yeah, I think the point that you said about it not being like a pat on the back is what I like about it. Because, look, we got three women's matches in a row, four matches on the show, and they weren't like, we have these women's matches. Come and watch them. It was just like, no, they're part of the show. They're wrestlers, too. We're going to have – they're having matches, too. It's not a big deal. And it, that's going to be the best thing for women's wrestling is when none of – when we stop having first, when we stop having these things, when it's all just normal wrestling sure. stuff. It's not the – First women's to ever main event. The first, it's just like, no, women are wrestling again. It's happening again. All wrestlers are wrestling. When we get past that stuff and into this is just the norm, I think that's when we're really going to get to it. And Ring of Honor has been doing a great job of that. So just continue it. I like that tag team, women tag team title idea. It's pretty good. Well, thank you. Yeah, it just, it, it I think it actually does a lot for the AEW women's roster in that it's it's like a very low pressure thing that you can snap together very quickly to yep. better utilize that talent as well. I've I've loved how much it's felt like a workers women's division in ROH, yes. like Layla Hirsch, Trisha mm-hmm. Dora, mm-hmm. Diamante. While that squash was blinking, you miss it. It's like okay, but she's important to this brand, yep. so she's out there and she got a dominant win. Got it. She like a fight. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's really it feels very healthy for women's wrestling, and that makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. I like women's wrestling, as it were. Um, something else that makes me very happy. This is starting to feel renewed a little bit in ROH world. We get Ethan Page versus VSK. Now, this is a match I wish I could have seen gone longer because I really mm-hmm. like VSK quite a bit. 
um, he was kind of in the the not brain busters. Tr- trust busters. Trust busters. We were busting yeah. trust, not brains. Mm-hmm. My apologies. Mm-hmm. I was like, thanks, Sunny Kiss. I was gonna say so truth busters. I'm like, I don't think that was it. Trust busting busters. the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like a weird conspiracy <laughs> theory. Tucker Carlson weird thing. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't trust want a tag team called the Truth Busters. <laughs> <laughs> he also went by VSK today, not Jeeves SK, which right. also selfishly makes me happy because I like VSK as VSK. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is here to lose to Ethan Page. I wish I had gotten more time, but we get some good stuff in here. We get Ethan Page with the power slam and setting up for that ego's edge, but VSK escapes it. It starts to fight back. Page hitting uh, the cradle. It looks like the Riptide. I think it's a cradle slam, but very, it reminded me of the Riptide a lot. It looks very much like Rhea's um, and getting that outside in cutter for the win. And then we get this backstage that you were referencing Mm -hmm. a little bit with Lexi. Talking to Ethan Page, he says he hasn't felt this good in a while, not since he challenged MJF for the AEW world title in his hometown, which I love that he referenced because that's important. It was a world title match and that he wanted to get back to that feeling. So he's here in ROH to keep competing. Your thoughts on the match in this promo? Um, I'm liking what they're doing with Ethan Page here. I think that this is a really good spot for him. He's such a strong promo, like I've said previously on the show that I think that in order to really utilize who he is, you have to always have a promo attached to him having a match here. So I think what they did here is exactly what they should continue to do because he's such a strong promo. And the match is really good too. I think that he's deceptively big. So when you see, you don't really notice until you see him with other wrestlers. Like, man, Ethan Page is a pretty big guy. And then the way that he works, I'm a big fan of him. So I think that uh, him being here in the Ring of Honor the vision, maybe Samoa Joe, he can go into. I could Ooh. see him with Eddie Kingston. Like, there's a there's a bunch of things I think he could do here. So this is really good position for him. Ethan Page with a TV title in either brand feels right to me. So I yes. I like where you're going with that a lot. Um, very happy for this. I like what they're doing with Ethan Page. I also just like that they're doing something with Ethan Page. You were dogging on me last week a little bit about it, but you should be because I'm always like, use this guy. He's mm-hmm. a star. They listen. Please. They're listening. So. Well, we're very important. <laughs> we're the only ones out here, but we're very important. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff here, though. Lexi, great in the segment, as you said, as well in the, mm-hmm. the post-match. But we move on to, man, if we could just get all of your favorites into one match, Red. Woo-wee! I was waiting for this one. <sighs> Well, then mm-hmm. it's actually the next one with Cole Carter and the Lights Can Coalition. Oh, no, this isn't things. the one I, I was waiting for. You tricked fine. me. No, this one did come first. <laughs> we got Vikingo, Gravity, and Metalik, who I bet if they were in Seattle, you would be coming to this versus the Sinatra Project. Mm-hmm. And Tony Nice, Tony Nice talking some S earlier in the show about his tag partners, calling them a, I'm going to, I'm, Luis, I love you for, for doing this. A pinche culo? Did I say it right? I'm white as hell. I don't know. Uh, but that means an effing asshole it. in Spanish. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Somehow that's the one I get. The one that's a mean, insulting curse. Is like, oh, okay, you nailed the pronunciation of that. Um, they also had Abrahantes and Sterling in the tapings this past Saturday. It did not make it on air, which mm-hmm. Louise tells us, which story tracks, but this is great. I 
I like all these guys. Metalik holds like a special place in my heart. He gets yeah. tagged in and hits a rope walk senton for the win. I just feel like he is one of the most uh, logical luchadors I've ever seen. Like yes. the athleticism always impresses me, but to be able to pair that with ring psychology to the extent that Metalik does, I'm, I'm just always blown away by that. Um, so very, very cool. Um, I guess Vikingo might have gotten hurt on, in this or hurt mm-hmm. in general something. somewhere. Yeah. I didn't see it in this mm-hmm. match, but did he get hurt somewhere else? Maybe Some, I don't know. Something apparently he's hurt or something. That's how he's he's nuts. He does these uh crazy lucha if spots. Vikingo four fifty through the table spot. Yeah. I yeah, I mean like on this Ring of Honor show that people might not even watch. He's still like, let me do my craziest spot. I don't give a shit. So <laughs> shout out to Vikingo for being nuts. Yeah, no, this is all the spot foo uh, that you would love. But King goes here, Metalik. Um, I didn't really understand what happened in the the pre-match promo with Mark Sterling and don't ever call them that Spanish announced team. Maybe we're getting away from that. That's why I was like, I like this because I think we're getting away from that. That's I the think one so aspect. Too. Yeah, that's the one aspect of this that I liked, but I didn't really, uh, it didn't really fill my boat. But putting them together with the luchadors, I thought was great. Gravity did his little gravity walk. A lot of great spot food. Nothing super crazy to write home about, but a really fun Righteous Reg Invitational match for sure. A Righteous Reg Invitational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should make a bracket. <laughs> we should. A spot food Invitational mm-hmm. bracket. I'm in. I'm mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got two more uh, matches to talk about. So get in your super chats and your humper chats. We'll also remind you to stay tuned for the Impact post show that is going on after this. But Reg, I also I think I saw a little something online from Phil about maybe like if I wanted to pick up a cool fall hat where I could maybe find this one. Something. Look at this beanie for as long as you guys can because it soon will be out of here forever. Yeah, just today. <laughs> Grapsody.bigcartel.com. Grapsody hats. Philip Lindsay designed the Grapsody so logo. Cool looking. Yeah, so I'm like, cool looking. dude, come on, man. That's so yeah. dope. I'm like, cannot wait for this hat to show up. It's apparently in like five or six different colors you could get it. Um, yeah, Grapsody.bigcartel right now. You can get that. You can get the shirts we wore on StarCast for our 100th episode. And you can get you something cool. So go check that out. Do you have my, my Righteous Reg pocket? It's on this way. I'm working on it. On the way. Because I will be going to what is it? Bigcartel.grapsity.com? Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go. Grapsity.bigcartel.com. Yeah. I'm dyslexic. Sorry. Switch it. <laughs> I'm sure if you type it in your phone, you'll get there either way, anyways. That's what's up. So mm-hmm. go there. Support, support, support. We love Reg. We love the Graps guys. Why don't you get your plugs in? You know what I mean? We do this, mm-hmm. this impact handoff. We don't always like plug our stuff. We You're right. It. Yes. Did a, like Brian Cage, we had to get our essence. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> We've got uh, Reds Match of the Year candidate Cole Carter and Griff Garrison against Darius Martin and Action Andretti. And before we get there, earlier in the night, we have a backstage with Lexi Nair doing the Renee Paquette role, interviewing everybody mm-hmm. time after time. Uh, I actually did like this from the sense that like i'm not necessarily excited about this program but it made a whole bunch of wrestling sense and that griff garrison is back there and says he felt like he's lost a step since returning from injury and that tv with cole carter feels like a pretty good idea that is a very 
underrated promo because it's not flashy or particularly great, but that is one of the most logical promos I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not quite myself because I got back from injury. Teaming up with someone who has a hot and effective manager seems like a good call. Like, yeah. low risk, high reward. That makes sense. Um, I don't need, like, a Cole Carter, Griff Garrison tag team, but I can't argue that this makes plenty of wrestling sense, and I like promos like that that just feel very much like real life. This, at least Cole Carter's not coming out in a hot mom shirt anymore. I guess that's a W here, but in the match we get... Martin and Andretti taking advantage in this isolating Cole Carter before Andretti hits the springboard to win. Them losing, Carter and Griff Garrison losing, interesting because it's kind of to me like, is Maria going to cut dead weight? Is Griff Garrison going to be like, well, that didn't work? Um, whereas my initial instinct was like, well, what's the point of banding together if you're not going to win? But I'm like, maybe that's not where the story's going. Maybe we're not looking for a Cole Carter, Griff Garrison tag team. Maybe Maria's not so hot on one talent and is on the other. Like, there might be some possibilities to play with in that. And it does feel like Andretti and Darius should, they're just being built more, right? They should, the tag team should always win over the two singles guys that got thrown together in general anyway. So, mm -hmm. um, not my favorite program in the world <laughs> is yours, but I can't argue that this makes <laughs> makes good wrestling sense right like i, I can't argue that it's, it's fundamentally sound professional wrestling programming in that way cole carter lost his i love hot mom shirt but did not lose his austin theory uh <laughs> educational tapes that he watches before he does every show um i thought i mean if we're gonna give a little story a little enhancement to the enhancement talent i'm not mad at it we could keep continuing to tell stories i don't know where it's going but, you know, I'm not mad at the story that they told. I thought that um, Andretti and uh, Darius uh, had a really good showing. I thought the finish was super dope. The The springboard 450 was awesome. This is just like, uh, as, you know, if we're going to continue to tell stories and it, they're going to be secondary, I'm not going to be mad at it. That's what this is. Yeah, well, and it's such a catch-22 because I love what they're doing with MJF and Adam Cole. Now we'll see what Cole's injury turns out to be. Um, but it, it does kind of feel like, oh, good. The tag team champs are still not around. So right. at least they're trying to build some programs with it. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say, like, I don't love. Okay, if you don't want spoilers about Rampage, close your eyes and ears. La, 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 la. <laughs> the Hung Bucks walked away with the six-man titles on <gasps> Rampage. What? So... I don't love that because they don't seem like they work Saturdays very much, whether or not Sam Punk is there. But I do feel like when you have MJF and Cole lose the titles, that's going to be a big deal. When you have the Hung Bucks lose the trio titles, that's going to be a big deal, right? So Correct. it's not great for right now, but if they're putting some honest effort behind ROH and building people, those are going to be huge moments when like yeah. the Young Bucks and Adam lose to anybody down there is going to feel like a huge deal as opposed to the embassy who were just kind of floating around. So, right. Yeah, no, it's going to be a bigger deal. Like we've been wanting the embassy to give up those trios championships for a long time. Um, I don't think anybody expected this outcome, but you know me, like young bucks team, we're out here. We're outside. I think that's a really dope way to do it. And I think, yeah, whoever they lose the championships to will be a bigger deal in the long run. Agreed. And it also, the embassy have kind of needed some clarity, I feel like. It seems as though 
you know, they were in ROH, but they're with Swerve and that, that program to me feels like it just got catapulted. So if they can Mm -hmm. just be kind of like locking in, that would be really, really good. Louis pointing out that Sean had said, you know, ROH might be focusing on making it like the biggest ROH pay-per-view ever when you have MJF and Adam Cole and you have the hung box. Like these are huge names that are going to be massive draws. They might be gunning for like that pay-per-view that is just, just True. that pay-per-view that's gonna final battle in december i could see it all right all right i'm in i'm could in be fun. could mm-hmm. be some fun well that brings us to our main event our roh six-man championships gotta say was there at grand slam kind of spoiled this for me when i knew exactly Whoops. what happened and know that the people that hold the titles at the end of this no longer have the titles but uh-huh. We have the Mogul Embassy with Prince Nana, the most overman in wrestling, defeating Willie Mack and the Infantry. We did get a promo earlier, just kind of setting this up. Willie Mack and the Infantry, again, fun. Not sure why they're together, but they work so differently that I like the offset. I just, I'm a big Willie Mack gal. Like, I love him so much. And I mm-hmm. feel like I need a program with like him as a singles competitor and Dalton Castle for like five months or something. Like I just, I want, he just feels like a solo star to me. So just selfishly, that's what I like, but it's a fun trio to watch. Uh, You knew the outcome of this was going to be what it was going to be. Open the gates here on Willie Mack to score the win and retain the titles. Uh, This is, it doesn't feel like a main event per se, but at least yeah. they didn't do this when they also had like Claudio on the show. Right. But this this whole paper, this whole paper view, this whole episode felt like a step in the right direction. So less complaints about that. But this was a, a really good match. I just, I Willie Mac makes me so happy going home on this right. note. Make, makes me smile even though they lost. <laughs> yeah, I thought there was really good moments to this. It felt, it didn't feel, it didn't hit as hard for me because I knew the outcome. Like, well, you guys are selling on this match when we already know that the Hung Bucks are the ones that are going to be having the championships at the end of this. But I really liked what happened here. Infantry, I thought, looked good. Willie Mac looks great. I thought the ending sequence of the embassy just killing all the infantry was great. There was a big suplex in there. Brian Cage was getting his shit in. Like, uh, everything that they that did at the end kind of was cool. Yeah. 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 Super dope. Everything that they did at the end to kind of establish that they're dominant champions in what it ended up being their last title match before, you know, their ultimate demise was cool. We got some love coming in from the Grapsity Big Cartel. Well, thank yes. you for going over and supporting. Yes. Phil did an awesome yes. job on that design. It yes. looks so red. Thank you. So, so red. Phil, uh, and, also Phil. Yeah, another another Phil, a <laughs> Phil and Phil connection. You love to see it. You love to see it. But Sheldon saying, uh, so whatever happened to keeping the ROH and AEW title separate and not having ROH title matches on AEW once ROH ta- taping started? Uh, that idea flew straight out the window, my friend. We, but, uh, I forgot <laughs> that I said that is what the person that said that is going to say. They said, now we have collision and that's who we tape with. I think is from a sincere standpoint, I, yeah. that, I think that would have been true if this was a promotion that stayed in one place. They now tour with another promotion. They're clearly using that locker room for untapped talent when they need to. So I, I think it's switched around a little bit. But if it feels like my read on things right now and who knows where the hell this goes i don't know things um it feels like they're making an effort to build some of this roster with things like ethan page being there with the the tag switches we've seen people getting some credible wins 
So I can't argue and say that it's a bad idea to put those titles on AEW talent to have them drop it back to ROH talent at some point in the near future, right? Like mm-hmm. that that makes good wrestling sense. I don't even mind them defending them on AEW TV. I just want them also defended in ROH. Yes. <laughs> but that is it for us. We are going to bring on the delightful, wonderful, beautiful, incredible. What's the Lady Gaga mean? Never been done before. Never whatever. Uh, <laughs> never been afraid. What? Bro. I know. Such a bummer. Her phone was dying, so she had to leave me. Cresta. Okay. First of all, you should have confidenced your way down to the seat next to me. Because I've seen so many people just confidence. Bro, they were like, you don't, you're not supposed to be here. The usher moved them like five times. And there's one dude who was sitting next to me ended up on the floor. Next, I just confident your way to the seat. I, I don't know what was going on, but everyone around me was just getting moved. Like, so <laughs> I, <laughs> so I had initially, I, I was going with friends of mine who weren't like going to get credentialed. So mm-hmm. I just bought tickets with my friends and was hanging out with them. I recently have found out that I can just make things work anyway so i will be sitting in better seats moving forward which i'm uh excited about even when i'm with friends who are not as popular or cool as me i can see you now signing it signed jeff jarrett that's right (laughs) (laughs) right. who was was feast or fired i've been uh, waiting a whole week to find this out Please enlighten me. The fans were fired. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean, Joel? Yeah. I agree with that. The big deal of the business. It means it means that Yuya Yumura, um, the the illegitimate son of Hiroshi Tanahashi, is headed Uh back to Japan. He has been fired. Joya is no more. I I wouldn't have guessed that. I thought it was gonna be someone else. You're not alone, especially given they <laughs> just started the damn tag team and it's been over like Rover. But they announced they're going to do like a goodbye ceremony. And also Impact is promoting Josh Alexander versus Yu Yumara for their Memphis tapings this weekend. Mm-hmm. Why are you a snitch, Joel? Yes. You lived in Toronto, not Spoiler City, Joel. Hey, Bro, he lives there. Spoiler City. <laughs> How about you guys getting Osprey and Speedball? Yes. Yo, tonight Impact was 10 out of 10. There were so many things I liked. And when it was awesome Kong and Savannah Evans in the ring, face-to-face, this was me. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I I got to sit with you at shows because I need Mm -hmm. that energy live is just... Exactly what we're looking. I'm for, trying to be a good person in film, but half the time I'm like, "Fuck him up!" Oh, I gotta. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good show. Sad Joy is fired. Also, Gail Kim was cooking tonight. You mm. sure she retired? Mm. Because she was moving in there like this was Eddie Guerrero, uh, Rey Mysterio, 2005, <laughs> 2007. You know what I mean? Like she was cooking. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love to hear that. Joel, did you have similar thoughts on on Impact tonight? Good, good show today. Yeah, overall it's a good show. I mean, it's it's tough to do a two week, one thousand episode celebration, but right. they did a pretty good job of like tying in, especially this episode, tying in the new and the classics and doing the ten knockouts tag. It was a good a good finish uh, to what they started last week when they had that opening promo. So all things together, yeah, it was good. And plus. Who can't be mad at the return of the Fox box for one night? There you go. 
There you go. I will I say, are, is knockouts knockdown not like an annual thing? They just kind of throw those together when they feel like it. They only really did it. They they did it for one night only specials, and they did it once in 2021, and they recently put it up for free on their YouTube channel. It was really good when they did that. That was yes. like before Masha was signed. So I was I was wondering if they were going to do it again, but I guess they already have specials every other day. So <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Well, that was the one that you and uh, Denise got to do together. The review for we that did. One. that was a really really special one because I think they did Tasha Steeles win the whole thing or she it felt like she won the whole thing because she just had broken out so much in that and. A lot of people learned who Masha was, and it was it was just it was that thing that when pro wrestling is at its best does where it's like nobody loses even when they lose. Like it was just right. all upside, and it was such a special and diverse showcase of women's wrestling. So that was that was really fun and special. I think my first time that was my first time on air with Denise. I think like just me and her. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun and and a really special thing. I wish they would do it again because they have so much. They have so much new talent. To Jody Thread is there and. Um, Oh my gosh, who's oh my god, what is her name? She was on Dark all the time. <laughs> she signed there somewhat recently. She's also a big Giselle Shaw. strong ass kisser. No, Giselle's amazing though. Oh my god. She said she's a big strong ass kisser. Kicker. <laughs> oh, I, was like, what? I don't know if she's as good as Dwayne, yes. though. He's a pretty good ass kisser. I also heard kisser. I, I too heard kisser. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I said it. Maybe it was a Freudian slip. We did have one more chat though before we get out of here. My apologies for being Norma saying I'm smoking a brisket and chicken wings because I'm a mother effing meat Norma's ROH is dark elevation with main major angles happening on AEW TV. Toodles. I think we have a lot more reason to be optimistic tonight based on what we saw. I think yeah, we're in a right. investment mode, which makes me very, very happy. Kylie King. Thank you, Meet Norris. Kylie oh, King. Kylie King. Yeah. Oh, my King's goodness. NWA standout Kylie King. Mm-hmm. She's great. She is. Um, But, yeah, t- tonight's ROH overall. I actually thought the women's six women might have been my favorite match on the show. Like, that was, that yeah, was such a blast. Uh, but, yeah, we – reason to be optimistic tonight about where ROH might be headed. It was very refreshing. Very right. refreshing. So yes, we love to hear that. Come on, yeah. ROH. Yeah. On it, baby. yeah. We I feel like we have like alternate nights where it'll be like a good impact and a bad ROH mm-hmm. and then flip. So it's nice when we are all Double headed up. in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, maybe Tony was feeling the fantasy after Daniel Garcia told him how to do dance. Told yeah. him how to do dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, guys, you got it wrong. You're not supposed to do the dance if your guy's been put in the hospital. Oh, you? yeah. Oh, Stevie, well, Stevie Richards was Stevie not happy about good that. Good news, Moxton. Go to the freaking hospital. So it Don't dance <laughs> when somebody's hurt. Okay, it, no dancing. The only, the only thing I'm going to say is that so Stevie Richards, that channel is full of a lot of really good breakdowns. This was a rare miss, but he got, it's funny. He's like everything in the ring he got. And then he went after Tony and that whole dance thing. And it was like, I did a little too much, bud. You're watching the show. You don't watch any content that's not outside of Fightful. Not a single thing. Wait, is this the Fed? Oh, sorry. You watch Fightful Overbooked. (laughs) You watch Fightful Proper and you watch Fightful Select. You go and watch other people. You I think d- other people have opinions on wrestling? No, 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 no. Hold no on. Do Support, you know- wrestle to all. Sorry. Do you know except, the, except the Mark Order podcast on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know the story that Freddie Prince Jr. tells about his time in WWE on creative? 
Do you know I do, where, but, where but tell it for the people. So Freddie Prince Jr. is on the jet with Vince and co. And he's watching like a Richard Pryor stand-up or something like that. And Vince walks over and he's just like, mm, what are you doing? And Freddie Prince is like, I'm watching, watching this guy, watching this comedian. Why would you watch that when you can watch Santino Morella? <laughs> and Vince McMahon is being dead-ass serious. serious because he thinks he's like, you just watch it all on the WWE Network. And that's just how Vince feels. Respect. Only his content is king. We want you to stay in the Fightful universe. God if you don't watch us, we'll find you. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> not going to get better than that for me tonight. I'm not going to find you. Peace, y'all. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. But I had such that's a fun a time on the Impact peace, peace. Show. I can't wait to hear about this episode. Thanks, y'all. To have a good night. Bye, friends. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.